All right, oh, we'll just start recording then. Are we going? Yeah. All right. If you could see where I've been. You've been on a big Mars Volta kick? Mars Volta. I've been on I've been on that kick for a long time. Yeah, you tried to get me into them at one point. You touched the hand that's touching sin. It's not bad music. It's just I don't know. It's hard it's, it's like, hard for something. It didn't grab me. To. You don't like like Chicano Prague. Oh, that Sarah girl's here now. Oh, there we go. Let her all, let, let, let her ass on in here. Get her ass on in here. Oh, Hello. there she is. <laughs> welcome. Welcome everybody. It's your boy, the first billionaire podcaster, the Daniel Plainview of podcasting. This is Sarah, a- who's your friend? Who's my friend? Who's I mean, Dal- Dalton, who's your friend? What the fuck? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Who's you going to introduce you to the class, Dalton? I'm, <laughs> Let Dalton go first. I'm introducing the show. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm introducing the show. Then I I'm just gonna got inter- excited. Then I'm going to introduce you guys. Then I'll introduce the guest. Okay. Ready? <laughs> Anyway, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the Daniel Plainview podcast, and this is this is Cone Fed with Dalton Pruitt, uh, YouTube.com, uh, Patreon, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, I'm I'm with my uh, co-hosts Kevin and Sal. What's up? H- hello, fellas. Yeah, we're on a first name basis with your fans. Mm-hmm. Don't even, trip, world? don't even trip on that, dude. They're gonna love you. I want to start and, like uh, like OJ does. What's up, Twitter world? What's up, Toy World? Got my ass. Steve oh, Harvey. Okay. He's so funny. <laughs> yeah, Steve Harvey had made that video the other day. He's like, got my ass out here doing a damn selfie. <laughs> got, my <laughs> got my ass out here doing a damn selfie out on my plantation. Wherever, wherever you like. I love <laughs> Steve Harvey so much. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're, we're joined by a very funny comedian today out of New York City. Manhattan, the uh, Lenape word for the place where we buy bows. Uh, this is Sarah Summerlin, everybody. Wow. Yeah. Hi, Sarah. Good to meet you guys. Any friends of Dalton's are friends of mine. Yeah, I bet you'll like us a lot. These are the boys. We used to I go to your first episode. I really liked it. I listened to the whole thing. It was great. Oh, yeah, okay, we used, cool. We used to drink a bunch of nice. like sh- Shiner Box at a gay bar that got arsoned a couple times. Hmm. I bet. Sal, I did, bet. You ever, did you ever do stand up at the gay bar? At Mabel's? Yeah. That's my first ever open mic. Oh, Ooh. I didn't know that. Did you Me and Dalton did like a little show there one time. Yeah, yeah I think I, I booked it. We did shows. They had me. I, I did stand up on like a, like a drag show there one time. Someone got kicked out for saying tranny, and I'm like, if you can't that was say Ke- it that there. was Kevin. That was Kevin. Yeah, I'm like, where can you say it though? <laughs> well, it's how you say it, not where you say it. I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I, about I was using it though. in the context of porn. Right. All right. So like tranny, it's like for whatever reason, it's like the hard R of the waiter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What if you're talking about like a car? If you're talking yeah. about a transmission, I get it. Yeah, Look, yeah, yeah. I said it not yeah. that way. Okay. You should have finished and said transvestual. <laughs> What's that? Hold on. What's the uh hold on. There's a word I'm thinking of. I forget the like the definition of it. Um What's the word. Taint? Uh un, the word for ungenerous or stingy? Oh yeah. Do you Ch- know the word? No. Chintzy? Chintzy? My no. 
Oh, Did you? oh, oh. Niggardly. Uh, word. Is that a real? Is that word? really a word? Yeah, n i g g a r d l y, niggardly. Oh, with an a r. Yeah. Don't Wait, what, gonna... what dictionary is this? I can you can. It's I'm not. Hey, it's it's. Uh, it means to be. I, we're all against it. That's the thing. We're all against that. We are, but I'm just like, oh, I hate that that word even exists. You know. Yeah. yeah. It is a word though. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if you emphasize, and it's the funny though, that it's the word is niggardly, but it's describing Jewish. The way you're saying people. it, it's niggardly, 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 dis- describing Jewish people, stingy. Yeah, like, can yeah. we? Uh, but listen, I I know plenty of white bitches from my hometown. Like for for example, the woman I lived with for five years in Bedsty definitely fits many of those definitions. She mm-hmm. went, you know, I'm just like. Yo, people be cheap, especially if they're Capricorns. No, I'm not cheap, dude. I'll, I'll spend, I'll spend all my goddamn money. I have, uh, but yeah, Scientology I met already, huh? Uh, yeah, I met Sarah at the what well, we met like the creek in the cave like four or five years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, we was you know we would go on adventures all throughout NYC. Those were the those were the days when were you I, guys uh, walking there. Everywhere. You know, what's funny, Dalton, is today I actually found a video of you in, that I took at a New Year's Eve show that we were both on like three or four years ago. And nice. Then, did you tell people like, hey, we're walking here? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we did. That's good. I hear that um, happens a lot. Yeah. But Sarah has a, uh, you do you do a, like a monthly show, right? I have been running a monthly lately. Yeah, I have been trying to since I moved back to the city. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where were you? I moved to Vermont for a year for peace, and I quit comedy and I deleted all my social media for almost a year. I've been in Jerry's enlightened. I was just like, I want a normal life. I'm so sick of all this bullshit. It was mostly the social shit. Like, you know, I did comedy on accident. Like, I I always liked improv and I did like a UCB, all those classes, just because it was like, that's interesting and fun to learn. But then my first open mic, I like Slade. And then I was like, I guess I like stand up. (laughs) So then then I got into stand up. But I just like comedians' personalities because... Like, you know, no matter what your background is, there's something misfitty and open about you. And you end up making all these great connections with other fucked up or intelligent, creative people, you know, and or. Yeah, it also went downhill after my first open mic for me, too. So, yeah, I'm the most. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm the most fucked up. I'm too twisted. I live in a boxcar now. So you did well your first open mic? I did, actually, because it was like. To be honest, the mic was in Brooklyn. It was like delivered like slam poetry. We're all like standing on the ground, like on equal eye level, and nobody had a mic. So I just, Jesus, like, said, I just, I just like said jokes like freely, like conversationally, and it worked pretty well. And what's funny is one of those comics I'll never forget him. He's a really nice guy, Matt Lejeski. He was like, you know what's interesting about your comedy is it's pretty smart. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. No, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, and it was like the beginning of like all those problems in that way, but it was like still like a great thing because it like made me feel good, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty addicting. I, oh, I, it, it ruins it, lives. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, it ruined my life. Like you yeah. do it long enough. What what happens is like you do it and you fall in love with it, and then you do it long enough, and then you start hating it, and then you go crazy, <laughs> and you know think the like CIA is watching you and. <laughs> 
slip into well, a listen, coma. The CIA is watching all of us. That's the thing that we should all accept. It's not like it's targeting anyone. It's just that's true. Ever since well, the Patriot Act, it's been downhill from there. I got nothing to worry about. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I didn't. Kevin, you were there for my first open mic. I did well. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, because I didn't know anybody there, and I was like only a month or two in by that time. So I was just like, yeah. "All right, I'm friends with this guy." <laughs> yeah, that was the story what, of that. What a journey it's been! What yeah. a what a journey to travel. Yeah, you did good at your first open mic. Yeah, and then, I actually uh, did too. It was at Mabel's. I see. I don't remember that, but I remember like you were good very early on, which pissed me off. Yeah. Now none of us even do it anymore. Now yeah. I'm totally. Like, you guys are dads, and I, I I was in a coma, and like. I think well, Sarah, Sarah still does it. Sarah's. What do you? Where are you? What's your next show? What are you doing? I'll be honest. We doing plugs I, already. I don't like love doing stand up as much as I love running shows and like booking comics. I'd like to enjoy because then it's like I do all this work to watch a show I would like, and then I also mm-hmm. work with others. And then if I want to, I'll do a set, you know. And it's like I do best in rooms I'm already comfortable in. So if I created the room, I end up doing more sets, basically. Yeah. But, you know, I don't really want to focus on stand-up because, you know, I don't know, there's something about stand-up that's, like, so ridiculous, right? We Don't ever talk about how embarrassing comedy is. Like, when you really zoom out and you have a high level of kind of understanding of how it feels, it's like... Yeah, I have a different, like, perspective on it now. Like, it's it's really stupid and, like, nobody really likes it except at, like, high, high levels. And then, you know, yeah. it, I think most people tend to gravitate towards, like just content really that's that's where the fucking audience is is just you know filling the trough up with slop so here come here piggy piggy that's what i say to the audience you know dalton i was there that night when you uh when you didn't say shit into the mic that was a fun night dude i heard you talking about it on your solo episode and uh i saw that that was fun it was, i had so, uh, i had legendary. so much I had so much fun doing that. Dude, it's just like, dude, when you when you asked if you had time for another one, I mean, you were right, dude. Like people wait, lost their shit. Wait, Don, then, you explain. Did you do some kind of performance art where you took the mic into nothing? Yes, I, I did. I did a little anti comedy, a little Scott Ackerman, Tim Heidecker. Uh, yeah, I was. It was an open mic at Hyenas years ago in Dallas, and I like. I just was that night. I was like, you fuck it. Like, I'm just going to see what happens if I say nothing. So I just like took the mic out of the stand. Yeah. Yeah. I took the mic out of the stand and just did like the physicalities as if I was like doing stand up. And like for the first like minute, I think people were just like confused and like, you know, once they caught on, they just sort of, they sort of just started laughing at at, like, I I guess. Yeah. The absurd. Yeah. But it was, it was tough to commit to it because I was like, at first, I was I was like I could feel it in my chest, like this is really stupid what I'm doing. But then they like caught on, and and then like once I got the light, I put the mic in the stand, and I was like, do I have time for one more? <laughs> and they thought, yeah, it was it was a fun time. And then all the people in the back with their fucking little notes and stuff were just, I think, but like upset <laughs> to try to go and do a regular set after that was yeah not happening. Were you there? Were you there the night? It was this would happen all the time. Like these, like fantasy football teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like those the, are the, the best guy, nights. Yeah, the guy who lost, who came in last, they would like make him do an open mic, and all his fucking friends would come, and they'd make him go last. 
so yeah. you have like half a decent audience, you know? Yeah, and, and so like this guy, some frat guy like was on stage, and he would he just was not getting off the stage, and was like completely blowing the light, and then like Al- I think it was Alex Axon was like trying to tell him like get off, and he was like fuck you bitch. And then she like stormed the stage and threw him off. And then I was next on the list. And so she called <laughs> me up and I, I went on stage and just like roasted this entire fantasy football league. Like just was like, fuck you guys. Your fucking little boat shoes with no socks having asses. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, dude. I mean, I, that was like always my favorite part of doing stand up. Like, the just confrontation with people. I was, I was like, I don't even want to do material. I just, I hope somebody fucking heckles me or causes a fucking ruckus because I don't, I don't like any of the shit I have to say anyway. It was nice. Yeah, I mean that happened to me one time. I, I never really got into it with audience members, but one time there was this like fucking Antonio Banderas cologne looking Mexican motherfucker with like eight women around him, and I just fucking let into him, dude. It feels good, man. Yeah, it's nice. Sarah, you ever fight anybody physically, verbally? You're muted. Oh, we can't hear you. She probably farted. <laughs> yeah, have you ever been no, in a no, fist no. How was that fart? Back, back. Yes, it was a great fart. Uh, side etc but i'm like yo that's funny so i was like boo it's and their I choice got, you know to make that i got joke. into it with him and it's like my choice as an audience member i don't give a fuck if i'm a comic you from ireland like yo fuck with me. like <laughs> go back to europe bro like go do that in the pub and like get drunk over there and make no money bro like that ain't funny so fuck you so <laughs> but like i've had shit happen with i was on stage where like the guy running the mic would like pull the mic pull first of all introduce me as sarah silverman why mm. my name is sarah summerlin so it's like close and i'm a brunette he did that i think to make a joke but it's like you know still diminutive right and then when i was on and she has those big like jewish uh boobs i don't that's the thing people that's how they know i'm not jewish because i'm like smaller chested you're not jewish, not jewish. No, no 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 but the point is like Midway through one of my sets at an open mic, one of these kind of Jewy looking. He's not niggardly. <laughs> Point is, he took the mic out of my hand and then started doing crowd work and then interacting with audience out stay outside. And then this amazing comic, you probably remember him, Dalton. His name is Momo Puje. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really funny. Yo, he went in on that host for me like immediately. He was like, "Yo, fuck you." She was doing great. Like, fuck you. That's the best. <laughs> So I've never seen it like that, but nothing ever like confrontational with the audience itself. No. Yeah. Speaking of abortion jokes, have you ever have you ever had an abortion? Yeah, I almost had to, but I didn't have to. Nice. Miscarriage. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Miscarriage. Plan B counts in the eyes of God. Huh? That's true. Plan B counts in the eyes of God. Seriously. Exactly. Exactly. I took Plan B, and it was like a little bit late for it to like really take the full effect so i had a chemical pregnancy but didn't go to a full you know real pregnancy didn't lash on that's gotta suck to be going to hell you almost turned that baby into the joker dude (laughs) i know i hope hope he's up in heaven or hell just like riffing you know 
Yeah. I think it's a boy fetus. For sure. Yeah. How do you feel? How do y'all feel about circumcision? Like you see those guys on YouTube where I actually chose not to circumcise my son. Really? He's got a little anteater. He's got fucking schmidus, dude. Yeah, he's that got, thing is. You gotta pull the skin back, wash your uh, little penis. Yeah, you gotta. I don't do shit with it. Literally, I, I wouldn't circumcise my son either. I think it's fucked. You know, I asked all these people to explain to me why, and they were like, "Oh, well, you know, it's for God." It's nobody, for God. nobody could explain. No, the well, the, they, they claim it's like cleanliness, but it's like, yo, like. It's not that hard. Like, and I was like, okay, really, we'll get into that. Like, what do you it's mean? It's really like, not that hard to clean a penis. I never understood that. Like, if I like, I can easily clean my penis. I mean, I don't, but like, I, it is easy to clean your penis. Yeah, and they're you shitting know. in diapers and stuff, and it still stays clean. So yeah, I'm good, I'm I, good with I, living with one less skin fold. Like, well, but Kevin, you and I, like, you know how it goes. Like, even if you're circumcised, but you get like fat enough, it's like. You're basically uncirked again. Why do you want your why body you to become that your skin? Do what? Why, why do you assume that I have a similar penis to you? I don't know. Is <laughs> he, do, you have a, <laughs> do you have a big penis? <laughs> I imagine so, Kevin. You're very man's man. Thank you. Um. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Like I, but yeah. If you get like, if you get fat enough, it's like. You you grow like a new like a pouch, a penis mm-hmm. pouch. You know, Sal, yep. you know how it goes. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I gotta lay on my back to even pee. Yeah, you can't get roadhead. Sarah, what's your cat's name? <laughs> <laughs> His name is Crumble. I knew it would be a cute and hilarious name. Hey baby. Will he let you? Um, can you hold him like a baby? Yeah, he likes this. Okay. Favorite. He prefers this. Yeah, because he's like high up. Yeah, he's nice. Crumble. He's like almost three. What's up, Crumble? Oh. He's saying hi. Dalton, this is probably our best episode. <laughs> yeah, this is only our second. Now that Crumble's on. It's <laughs> only the second one we've done. <laughs> and it's just going up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody thinks my dog is a boy and my cat is a girl, but it's actually reversed. And they both look multi ethnic. Really? They both are like brown and like you know dappled in some way. Mm-hmm. They're good animals. He's yeah, like he's a good boy. Smart. He's smart as fuck. I like. So I got him during COVID when I had to live alone for the first time, and I went to a rich fish pet store on the Upper West Side because some of the shelters had kittens or would let you come. And I just hung out, I hung out with all the pets, and I like bought the most expensive cat in the store. I think. Wow. Because he was smart. What was kind like, of cat is that? Investment. Like, he's like part Bengal, Abyssinian, and Pixie Bob. Oh, he was thousands of dollars. Yeah. Wow. The last cat I had just walked up to my house. <laughs> yeah, I found one like a Pokemon. I wish. I, I always longed for that. I never had that happen to me. <laughs> That's how I got my cat. I fucking captured that bitch. Yeah. Wait, you want to see my dog? If you my capture dog. a wild animal and it stays with you, that's the ultimate domestication. Like, yeah. This is my dog. Like that cat was born to be someone's cat. Wow. Whoa. Where's its fucking face? Hiding. She needs a grooming. I I'm gonna order clippers for her in a in a day or two. Her name is Delilah. Oh, hey there, Delilah. 
Hey there, Delilah. What's it like in New York City? What's it like being a fucking doggy? <laughs> yeah, good dog, right? I got a French that dog. Is, that dog, I swear, just winked at me when you held it like that. She might have. She might have. Oh, man. Sarah, do you think sounds cute? <laughs> Why would huh? you ask that? I just wonder. Between the two people? To... Are you cute? No, it's Sal cute. Who is Sal? One of you two? I don't know y'all. Oh, you see the names Sal's the cute one. Sal's the, the one with the hat. The Italian fellow. Of course, Sal is cute. Everybody's cute here. Come on. See, yeah, that's a good answer. I'm trying to set you up, Sal. We're three I'm, I'm married with kids, bro. I'm blushing. You're trying to get me in trouble is what you're trying to do. <laughs> yeah, and my wife it. watches the pod. Good, yeah, yeah, same I here. A, I have a boyfriend who I'm like trying to be with, you know? Damn, so, that's I thought, fun, you, I thought you, know? you would like Sal. That's all I was saying. <laughs> what could have been, you know? Damn, dude. I don't, I don't think any of us have talked to girls in, in a while. Except yeah. You guys talk to your wives, and like, I just. I just. I almost asked your cat if he's seen you naked. I just pace around the psych ward. <laughs> only, girl, only girls I talk to are like, you know, trying to figure out ways to cut themselves. Oh. In, in spite you of. You can like, find love through that. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping I can wife down one of these crazy fucking bitches here in the yeah. psych ward. No, yet. bro. You need like an immigrant. An immigrant? You need someone that barely speaks English. Oh, okay. Oh, that'd be awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like someone from like, I don't know, like Croatia or something. Yeah. Interesting idea. To be honest, like I know a guy whose dad married a woman who barely spoke English. She speaks mostly Spanish and they they don't have much language in common, but they have all the vibes. And to be Mm -hmm. honest, if you have all the vibes, like that's... It's complicated by language because language makes it more like confusing because you get into these like ridiculous arguments and like, you know, if all you got is like energy, like that, that can actually be pretty useful. Like yeah, you get that, 100%. the animal part of who you are. Like, to be honest, arguments stink. I hate them. Yeah, yeah. that's the worst. Why do you always the, the fuck do it? Then? I fucked a Russian prostitute and she spoke like. Did she of- have one leg? No, but she was exactly like that lady. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've talked about this before, but, like, I, I the whole situation was, like, really uncomfortable, and I was like, there's there's no way I'm going to, like, come in this situation. And she was, like, wondering why it was taking so long, and I was like, I don't know. It's probably, like, the fucking, like, medicine I'm on. And she goes, what medicine you take? And I go, oh, Lex- <laughs> what, Lexapro. What medicine you take? What med- medicine, medicine you take? What <laughs> medicine you take? And I was like, yeah, I take an antidepressant. And she goes, you know, here in America, you're all on these medicine, these uh, sad medicine. Like, I'm from Russia. Life, very difficult in Russia. Here in America, you have no she- reason to be sad. <laughs> in she Russia, penis, stay on it. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, "You maybe you leave. You come back after you know you take no medicine. You come back, you finish. <laughs> but like, uh, like you could use that credit like another time. No, no, she. <laughs> really she takes, I'm gonna awesome. leave this open in the system. And she, I'll close I mean, it out when you come back. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it was it was something to think about. But she te- she like texted me the next day. Was like trying to get me to come back over, and I blocked her number. I was like, I'm scared. <laughs> This is weird. Because money is is involved. Like, if she was just, like, a normal woman, it would be, like, actually a really nice, empathetic experience. But it's, like, she trying to get money out of you, and she also comforting you. That's, like, two levels of, like, please just be be removed. Like, if we were doing business, like, don't be doing therapy randomly. Yeah. Yeah, Hey, Kevin, can you get that ugly-ass dog out of there? Thank you. This is Tony. 
Um, yeah, oh. what we we did go from like having sex to doing like a quick therapy session, and then then I took a shower. Nice in her, in her, At her place. Yeah, when I got that's there, almost she, worth the money. She made me shower when I got there, and then she she asked me like, "Do you want to take a shower before you leave?" And I was like, "I guess so." I Two showers at a nice ass female's apartment. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't Give conditioner. She wasn't that good looking, and neither was the apartment wasn't that nice either. But she did have conditioner. It was uh, voluminous. It's worth two. It's worth the money. <laughs> That's a great deal. I yeah. didn't know price was, but I'm sure it was worth that. Yeah, let's not talk about that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> folks, if you're in New York City and you're looking to pay for sex, check out Eros.com. Oh. Eros, where you can uh, spend too much money to have sex with a woman who is not the person in the profile picture. Uh, Usually not. <laughs> if you want to get bait and switched, check out Eros.com. <laughs> Damn, dude. Pandemic you get a much cheaper prostitute. Don't even t- don't even trip on that. But yeah, the, where, I, I want to get discount prostitutes. Not seven hundred dollars. What he paid for it? Oh, that's not yeah, what that's I paid. Don't even tri- don't even trip on that. It's not what I paid for that. Don't even, don't even trip don't. on don't even trip on that. No, but that's part of why I think he probably got like the prostitute who didn't look like the pictures. Like at a certain price point, you have to assume they're hustling you. Yeah. What's cool though is like on Euros every now and then, like a, like a porn star will be in the city, and you could fuck like on like Jada Stevens or somebody like that. So. Everyone's got to answer. Realistically, don't say like 50 bucks. What would you guys charge as prostitutes? Okay. Um, but that's that's a that's a weird question because To get my like, ass streamed out nightly, I'd say 250. Oh, you're yeah. having sex with dudes. Well, yeah. I thought <laughs> Yeah, only dudes pay for sex. I thought yeah, I was only, gonna like, Yeah, basically. I thought I was going to like, like I'm, you know, I got a gay fantasy. Charge like, you know, like <laughs> Lonely old women, like you know, widows or something, like you know. No, you're uh, getting you're getting fucked. I'm getting fucked in my ass. Mm-hmm. I I guess like five hundred bucks to get five hundred. Yeah, why not? Let me see that ass. That must be a nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, I got I got Hank Hill ass. Man, that sucks. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, because uh, I'm a like a businessman and like i if i don't believe in the product and i'm not going to charge overcharge for it you know oh and see so, that's that that's where we're different because i'm i'm a con man so it's like i'm i'll sell things i don't particularly believe in like my everyone's ass. gonna look they're gonna look at your butt your hank hill butt and they're gonna be like sal over there is charging yeah. fucking 250 to go take a ride on the meat slide mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's yeah, got fucking they- huge assets yeah, but I mean, once do you have a big ass, Sal? I forgot. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty jettison. Yeah, yeah. Sarah, we'll Sarah post on Patreon. Non plussed at this conversation. I <laughs> Why? For the once, difference in, the difference in like the gender dynamic is like for me. If I'm going to just accept anyone, it has to be between five or ten thousand dollars. Whoa, five or ten thousand dollars. I get it. I mean, that's. Yeah, because I don't really like treating sex like that, and I'm not a prostitute. So I'll be like, I guess if I have to accept any request that comes through, it has to be like thousands and thousands of dollars because I don't know who that person is, and like, mm-hmm. you know. What if a guy just wanted to like, like give you a foot rub? What would you charge oh, for that's that? Fine, that's much lower. Okay. okay. What if you what if you knew the guy, you thought he was a nice guy, and he's like, Look, I'll give you an Exactly. It's a lot lower. It's like two thousand, one thousand, couple okay. hundred. You know, it's like 
It's more like just the fact of like. I hope none of your friends see this. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, of course I know. Like, Giselle. Like, this fucking comics can't afford that. <laughs> well, I know the ratings of like, I guess the people who pay. I mean, there's cra- there's situations out there. I'm sure you guys are aware. Like, you're probably more tapped into the manosphere than I am, even though I've studied it a lot. It's like there's certain women who will like not even hang out with you until you deposit into their bank account, which is mm. like, there's women like that. Like, they won't even hang out with you. I'm like, wow. Like, if that's how certain women value their bodies, like, goddamn. Like, I guess I should like hypothetically charge five to ten k as a prostitute you know yeah i think we have all the range here though all the price ranges you know it just goes to show you like you know the the sort of like pain and suffering that men deal with that we value our assholes at like less than a thousand dollars each and you're like (laughs) i did 10k for this pussy it's like man yeah we don't we don't think you know we're just blue collar fellas Yeah. yeah you're gonna you're gonna fuck me in the ass. It's not gonna cost you anywhere near a grand. <laughs> I'm having to work my ass no. a lot harder to make that money. Oh, yeah. and I've, been, I've been wondering, like, you know, I know you're new at the dick sucking quarry, and that it is really, you know, a job that you do with great effort. And I'm curious, like, how it's been at the dick sucking quarry. Well, it's a 10.99, so uh, it's a 10.99 position. So I get paid per penis, yeah. uh, and they have they have to come. You know, right. so so it's it's tough because like some guys pop pretty quick, and then you know other guys are on, you know on like Prozac or whatever, and it takes a little bit more uh, gusto. Hard work. So, yeah, it's hard work, and and uh, you know, there's all sorts of like obstacles it, it, that goes with uh, working at the dick sucking quarry. But I think I I can usually clear probably at at the least forty uh, penises a day. Wow. Well, good now. You're get, insured I'm, over there, right? I'm getting no. It's 10.99. I have to pay for my own insurance. Oh my god! Yeah. So if you get hurt on the job, you lose a felon or something. Yeah, it's commission only, so it's per nut. It's per oh per, per load. You know, it's yeah. commission only. It's funny. Like I've been talking to lawyers lately for reasons that are not necessary to discuss, but they have a word for commission called contingency, which makes it sound so cool. They're like. I don't get money unless you get money. Talk right. About, you working on contingency. <laughs> yeah. His boss I mean, is a real fucking hard ass. I mean, I guess, I guess like technically like the, the three of us, me, Kevin, Sal, like this podcast is a 1099 position. Like Patreon is like a, like the tax form is like a 1099 K. So I mean, just, you know, we're pulling in like, what, like 52 bucks a month right now. So just all be be, re- be ready to file for that. You know, well, I donate like, all mine. Basically, I go right back to the dick sucking quarry and spend it there. Yeah. All my hard earned money. <laughs> yeah, Sal, yeah. I'm always happy to see Sal. Like, when yeah, I'm it's like <laughs> by Monday, I'm like, you know, I'm empty basically in a lot of different ways. Oh, yeah, I'll make you empty. I'll tell you. What. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Wait, wait, wait. I want to know. I'll tell you quarry. what. Is it like a hole in the wall, or do they get to see who you are? It's a hole in the ground. The quarry. It's a it's a quarry like it's you know like the uh, like Flintstones. There's actual work going on there. He just sucks dick at the quarry. Ah, uh, yeah. It's it's There's sort of guys. like it's sort of like like you live in Manhattan. You know those those like barber shops that also have like an espresso bar. It's sort of like that. Like I if, yeah. if the quarry is the barber shop and me sucking cock is the espresso bar. Construction guys, you know they let him do his thing. Yeah, it's it's like they there probably, he goes. 
Yeah, it's just a service that the quarry offers, and I fulfill that uh, right, service. Is it like a is it like a hole in the wall, or do they get to know who you are? Um, I mean, if they want to, like you know, chit chat or whatever, but you know, most are just like you know, trying to pop and get back to work. You know, it's a lot of guys on their lunch breaks. <laughs> they usually smell like uh, you know, j- like Jimmy John's or Subway. He's suspended or from the ceiling, like on <laughs> like on King.com. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and they can spin them around and all that stuff. Yeah, dude, I'm dre- I'm I'm dressed up like a cinnabite. I'm wearing like all leather and <laughs> yeah. Wait, holy shit, that's funny. Oh my god, yeah. Sarah, yeah. do you do you know do you know about the cinnabites? It's a cinnabon product, probably. It's a tiny little cinnamon roll. No, the cinnabites is it's like a monastic order. Like the word itself, I think, refers to like. Sort of like a uh, like a religious sort of like like oh, monastic God. order, but in, in pop popular culture, the Cenobites are the, uh, the the order of the Gash from the Hellraiser series. So you got order the Hell the Priest, yeah, the order of the Gash. So you have the Hell Priest, also known as Pinhead, and then you got That's what I call it when my wife bosses me around. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, dude, the order <laughs> of the Gash. <laughs> yeah, so you, you've got the Hell Priest, aka Pinhead. And then you've got Barbie, uh, Butterball, Chatter, uh, you know, all the Cenobites. So it's like, you know, Leather Daddies with like, Fuck yeah. like physical mutilations that, you know, come through a schism in, in between dimensions to ex- explore the further reaches of experience. I thought it was a new Taco Bell item. <laughs> oh yeah, the little yeah, the yeah little, that's, what uh, that's what I thought. I thought it was like a cin- a small cinnabon. No, it's it's a yeah. I think like it's a real word. It means like you know like a monastic kind of person. But you know, Clive Barker used it to describe these like interdimensional sex demons. Growing up, we were Catholic, and then we were monastic for a little bit, and then Lutheran. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I like those the the Taco Bell little Cinnabon balls that like bust in your mouth. Those are good. That's what I those, thought. Yeah, those are good. <laughs> yeah, Cinna, yeah, Cinnabite is a funny word because it sounds delicious, but it's, yeah. it's actually wait. Is it spelled like S Y N? No, C E N O B I T E S. That's close enough to that. Cinnabites. I'm dumb enough to misspell it that way. Angels to some, demons to others. Oh wow! I found them. I found it. Yeah, oh, weird. Sarah, you've never seen a Hellraiser movie. You know what? I don't like scary movies. Like I'm a bit big. I could not get into. This. I don't like. Oh. I don't like violence. Like I turn my eyes when things like people start shooting or I see blood. Like I don't really like anything Ooh. violent or scary. No. They're hor- they're horny movies. They're good. They're real horny. A lot of tits. Yeah, well, not a lot of tits, but it's just like the the whole, you know the first movie is all about just like being horny and adultery and stuff like that yeah no real like for me it's like the time of day most people want to watch movies is like the evening and i just don't want to put that in my brain right before i go to bed because i already have enough crazy dreams you know mm-hmm. i haven't dreamed in a long time you smoke weed yeah yeah that'll, that'll stop your dreams killed my dreams i've been getting into beyonce finally yay which part? yeah what part? Uh, i listen to this boy that that song where she sings in like gibberish, uh, a black parade. Oh, you like that? I liked, it. yeah, well, because I saw I saw that like clip that was going around that like Sarah Paulson filmed where it's like her and Pedro Pascal at the Beyonce concert and Pedro's like fangirling over it, and 
I was like, what song is this? This actually sounds kind of good. And I like found it and it's like, she's like singing in gibberish and then English and then back to gibberish. That's cool. I'll check that out. I haven't heard that song yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's like a big song off of her, one of her recent albums, but like, yeah. Did, I, she beat, uh, did she beat Richmond and Richmond on on the iTunes? <laughs> is Beyonce doing <laughs> Richmond North of Richmond? <laughs> Selling my soul. She's good, man. She's it's it's like she's got the you know that X factor. She's great on stage and the music. Oh shit, pay. She's good. <laughs> Interesting. No, no, she does. That's a funny song. I heard a remix of it today where there's some kind of probably AI made it like a gay song. What, Richmond or the Richmond? Yeah, it was like Oh like, no. You're gonna break Sal's heart. He loves like, that guy. It was like big dicks north of Richmond fucking me in the ass. Da, 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 da. It's it not even like, clever. It was really big funny. Dicks, though, man. It was, like, <laughs> it was like the video I saw. It's by this guy and befriended on in, on the internet. He made a really fun remix for Tim Dillon of his rant against Lizzo. These big dicks, man. North the dicks can exactly. Yeah. What is, like, but Tim Dillon and Lizzo are like the same size. Exactly. <laughs> That's what's beautiful about like him and his energy towards fat women is like you know because he's gay and because he's fat like. Is there some self hate involved? Is there some self criticism? Like it's a lot more comforting to hear it from him. But like this song is funny because it's like this gay remix. It's clearly not even the original song, and it like showed all these like YouTubers like reacting, like emotional, emotional. They were like moved, you know. Yeah, it was really funny to just like you know they don't even realize it's a a remix or like a false version of the song, and they're Dude. just crying on camera you know yeah i wonder if like all those like broke people in west virginia do they do they even realize they could just like you know do podcasting no to you know you don't have to you don't have to stay poor forever working in the coal mines just fucking fire up the microphones and you'll be selling fucking chewable dick pills or whatever in no time right i took one of those once just to jack off i didn't really particularly enjoy it you take a blue chew I took a Bluetooth Bluetooth beat off. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't it, the, the Bluetooth is not the reason I didn't enjoy it. I just was like, what a what a fucking stupid thing to do. And I just have like I a, that as a kid. I found my grandpa's Viagra. Really? Yeah, and I took one and uh just to beat off. Nice. You were beat off okay. in a condom? Uh, you... No. Well you were... yeah, once. You were like put a yeah put a condom on the and first beat time off. I we got one in school like I took it home and put it on yeah and, and I was like that, this is erotic you get that like snail goo on your like from the condom all over you yeah that, like that like weird smelling like late like hospital smell yeah like rubber <laughs> yeah that's fun and then I put it on my head what's the like <laughs> like Howie Mandel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you put the condom on your head and blow it up with your nose. It smelled like dick at that point, but <laughs> a little penisy. Yeah. What's the um I never understood like the, the whole thing with like beating off into a sock. Like how are you supposed to like you put your penis in the sock? Like where the whole where your foot would go? You know, I don't get that either. Yeah, because I was it was like well, you know, you would just use tissues or just like I, guess I think some people, they have, like, clothing that they just come on 
like yeah you just you put know. it and then you put it in the laundry basket and then you don't have to dispose of it you know oh so you why have not come stuff. why not just like you come, yeah you well yeah but you could i mean why not just like bust any like just all over your pubes and then like walk around with it all day because you know I mean? there's this thing, you know, we were talking about this, Dalton. There's all these fetishes regarding impregnation or cream pies where people like want to come inside of something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's it's like like be like coming inside of something means you have to like reach you have to like scramble to like find your way. Yeah. Like, you could just fucking let it ride and it let like let it dribble all over your like pubes or I like, have no regard for where I'm coming. Yeah, I don't care. Same. Is it true that, like, Sarah, you're a girl. Is it it true that, like, women can tell that, like, a dude beat off recently? I don't know. Maybe. Yo, um, I had a friend that, uh, (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think so, like, just, like, like, an average random person. No, but I think if you got to know them, then you could maybe understand they might have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he seems a lot more relaxed now. Yeah, because you can tell they're like reacting differently to you or the actual act, or it's like they're not like be acting really nice towards you. I heard something that like if you jack off and then like within two hours of jacking off, like go out in public, that people like I, there's some like pheromone that like people. Can tell. No, there is a real thing. Well, yeah, because you leave the cum the in your pants, you so there's a wet mark. Literally, the pheromone is you smell like cum. Listen, these like no fap and monk mode people and semen retention people, like they have something right. Like when I think about the men I know who are like really functional, like they're not jerking off all the time. There is some kind of like that's en- what they're telling you. No, I mean I'm just based on like what I I mean my friends. I don't you know I don't think all my friends are lying to me. I'm pretty in- intuitive regarding lot. Yeah. So yeah, I mean miss know it all. Yeah, Por- porn and is like destructive. I mean I guess like you can. You can give up porn without giving up beating off. Right. Um, but it's a good thing. To, it it helps. I, it helps with your sex drive. Good thoughts. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah, like Peter Pan. I just think happy thoughts. And I mean, that's off. what I do, and I'm a woman. I mean, like, it really ain't that hard. I like, just, oh, I still have not, both my grandparents, you know? Yeah. I think women have it easier because we're less visual, that we never have to even combat the option of a visual. And I think that's what's hard for men is because there's so much visual supply it's like well why it's a good right. point you know? yeah women women like to like read pornography yes. it's just boring like erotic romance it's great <laughs> so really cool you never beat off to a, a romance novel <laughs> no but listen there's a really cool side I have. interest really that's awesome yeah yeah look at daniel Steele. they're like the what they do on the cover and everything yeah amazing so there's this woman named Anna Lemke. She's like a PhD psychiatrist based in San Francisco who does work on like addiction. And she got like addicted to romance novels. It's very endearing because she's like a grandmotherly looking woman. And it's like, oh, I don't want to know that about you. And then she discusses like a man who's like an engineer who created this like elaborate masturbation device where every single day he said, I'm not doing this again. He would disassemble it, put it in the garbage. And then in the evening, he would reassemble his masturbation device. Oh, he's going to get an infection. Addicted, addicted to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been there. What a yeah. fucking dumb thing to get addicted to. Masturbation? No, romance novels. 
No, I, I'm saying. Like, I, I read like Fifty Shades of Grey because I was like, what are people so interested in? I guess I'm going to read this. And I was like, this is so stupid. Like, why is everybody so interested? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty bad. You never read like Literatica though? Like Harry Potter? You know, I just don't. For me, like my brain and my imagination or just like the lack of even thinking about anything, but like having all these like like things that are available to women, like I don't really have you uh, ever Cap- read Cap- have Cap- you ever read those letters that like James Joyce sent to his wife? No, what are they? Oh dude, he's easily he wrote these dirty letters where he's like, I want you to fucking take a dump in your underwear. Oh <laughs> Dump in your underwear, yeah, dude. Let me let me find one. Hold oh, on, James Joyce. Holy shit! Yeah. Hold When's on. the last time uh, we all crapped our pants? That's a good game. <laughs> oh my god, I can't remember. I crapped my pants probably like five years ago in my living room. What oh, happened? My wife was leaving for work, and uh, I really had to shit. So I wanted to say goodbye to her, but I, you know, I was like, all right, go. Oh, I got to shit. She's like, I'm going. On. I was like, go. Cause I don't want to be like in the bathroom when she leaves. Here we go. Okay. So she's like, all right, so, I'm leaving. I was like, bye. As soon as she sh- I shut the door, I shit my pants. So- <laughs> <laughs> so, so I locked it and shit. So Jane- James Joyce was Irish. So just keep that in mind. Uh, here's one of his letters. You had an arse full of farts that night, darling, and I fucked them out of you. Big fat fellows, long windy ones, quick little merry cracks, and a lot of tiny little naughty farties ending in a long gush from your hole. It is wonderful to fuck a farting woman when every fuck drives one out of her. I think I would know Nora's fart anywhere. I think I could pick hers out in a room full of farting women. It is a rather girlish noise, not like the wet, windy fart, which I imagine fat wives have. It is a sudden and dry and dirty, like what a bold girl would let off in in fun in a school dormitory at night. I hope Nora will let off no end of her farts in my face so that I may know their smell also. This is honestly beautiful. <laughs> now listen, quick merry farts. <laughs> Like, was, I want to cry, dude. That was so beautiful. I know, right? Please I mean, send me a link to that. Yeah, dude. I want that right at my funeral. <laughs> he described fart. every fart in perfect fucking whimsical details. Dude, I mean, he wrote Ulysses. Like, he's, he's a legend. It's what like... a fucking hero, man. I, I'm about to read all of his work. Dude, he he started... He's talking about butthole farts, not vaginal farts, Stuart says. He's talking about, yeah, he wants his wife to, like, fart all over him while he's fucking These are butthole farts. <laughs> yeah, dude, he wants, he wants his wife. I want to read him. He's got a, a chapter on vaginal farts, too. I mean, I'll take a yeah. gander. Yeah. <laughs> dude, he rocks. Goodness. I'll be right back. I'm getting water. Yeah. Don't get milk. Oh, no. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I walked in on my cousin one time on the toilet drinking a glass of milk. It was awful. Wait, what? It's just one of those beverages you can't take in the bathroom with you. (laughs) Who was drinking milk on the toilet? My cousin just was drinking a glass of milk on the toilet, and I was like, oh my god, dude. (laughs) Fucking disgusting. (laughs) That's a good move. He also dips Lay's potato chips in his milk. (laughs) 
Ew. All right. Your cousin's just autistic or something. Yeah, there's something wrong with him. That's crazy. You're a smart guy. I had some Nesquik earlier today. You fuck with Nesquik? I like the syrup, usually. I'm a powder. It's powder, right? I'm a powder man. Ugh. I go powder all day. I don't like that. It, the powder settles in the bottom of the cup. I don't like you guys it. Oh, the, no, the syrup settles in the bottom of the cup. The powder dissolves. No, the the powder also settles better. in the bottom of the cup. No, nope. y'all aren't mixing your shit up. <laughs> yeah, I, I give it. I give it a pretty aggressive stir. Yeah, dude, if you're not getting annoyed with me, then I'm not mixing up my milk enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got to be like Jesus. You got to get one of those. <laughs> one of those. Uh, Protein drink mixers. Oh, with the little like whisk ball. Yeah. In it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best think, way to hey, do You don't it, really, really work at a dick sucking quarry, do you, Dalton? I work at a dick sucking quarry. Yeah. I was in a fucking. I was in a fucking coma for like ever, and that's the best time. Yeah, and so like I came out of it, and I'm like, well, I don't know like what to do now. <laughs> so sucking so much dick, he's in a cum Yeah, coma. it's like when you have that kind of gap in your resume, it's like, well, I guess the only job I can go get is at the dick sucking quarry, and I'll, get, I'll figure something out after this. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, as a man that also dealt with like, uh, probably something similar to Dalton, the one thing sucking I miss dick? about, not sucking dick, but the one thing I miss about going crazy like that is the amount of energy I had. Oh, dude. That, like... I would I would sleep. It was like Fight Club, dude. I was Tyler Durden. I slept a fucking like hour a night, and then boom, I'm up patrolling. Didn't stop going. I, I was the same way. I did, but I was dude, much younger. <laughs> I felt fucking invincible, dude. And it didn't matter how negative my bank account was because the government was going to put a bunch of money in there when I found the truth. Yeah, and then that, that never happened. Yep. Did a fucking light fixture fall out of the sky, like in the Truman Show? God, I wish it would have. Fuck, you dude, were waiting I, for it, dude. You were. God, I, I hate having to deal with this. It's just like, oh, now I have to like recover and become like a fucking like inspiring you, comeback story. Do you still look for All like right, the scenes, well, you know, I, like the fucking the light fixtures, the fucking? No, I honestly think Dalton. Like the deal is like I I also kind of have similar inclinations to you, but I just think we all have to realize like we. We're all part of some level of a Truman show and like they're got That's... They're, like ever since the Patriot Act, they are looking at all of us and like unless we're rich, they don't give a fuck about us. So don't like they ain't trying to fuck with you specifically. Like remember this like thing we don't like about comedians, the narcissism is like, Well, why you, Dalton? Like <laughs> why you versus any Maybe but he's, he's... <laughs> why not Elon Musk? What My was, man's caught in a loop of understanding the truth, as Kendrick Lamar would say. Yeah. I get that. Me too, though. But it's like so relieving. I'm so blessed I don't have to deal with that same exact problem. But they ain't out to get you. They fucking us all collectively. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like when, well when when like an attractive woman loses her fucking mind, it's like she can always just like start mm-hmm. dating a guy who has money and move in with right. him. But like when you're a guy and you lose your mind, you have to like you have to figure something out and. I guess, like, become a motivational speaker when it's all over and be like, hey, I'm alive. I've made it through. What would your TED Talks subject be, Dalton? It's all fucking lie. We're all going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, you know, nothing. <laughs> Inspirational. Nothing fucking matters. Fuck this. I would love to hear that. It'd be TEDx, yeah. probably, huh? Mm-hmm. Latino TED Talk. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, nah, I... It's, it's This is a comeback for the ages. Y'all ain't never seen a fucking... 
you know, there's comedians who get like canceled or whatever, which is like kind of bullshit. But like, this is like, I was on death's door. And so like, so, you know, well, I mean, I'll next, be the first, next you know, is cancellation. Dude, you dropped, uh, you, yeah. You said some pretty gnarly shit right at the beginning of the podcast. YouTube gets a hold of it. It might be shut down. I, I didn't say it. I said uh, niggardly. Thank you. That's how you say which, it. Which means like to be stingy. All right, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to look out for you. I don't know. You, you know, you, you would say like these Jews are being niggardly. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I, yeah, I mean, you could always like beep that out. It's not that hard to add the beep. No, nah, we're not editing anything. You don't understand how hard it is for us to do anything. You, you don't either. understand like how little we know how to do anything. Like we're relying on raw personality for this to like succeed. In any way. <laughs> Shiesty. Is that bad? Yeah. Shiesty. Shiesty. I don't know. These Jews are so shysty. <laughs> Y'all are like inviting it by repeating it. You guys should bleep it out. It takes just learn how to use the software. It takes. No, nah, this is what the you learn how to use it. How about that? You learn how. She, she does know how to use it. This is like, all right. That's what she's good at. Yeah. Um, I could always help you guys if you wanted, but it's like, you know, I respect the, the game of just like not compromising. It's just like, you know, if you want to make money, that's, a, that's all. Yeah, we'll make well, money. Don't worry. I'm, I'm the first billionaire podcaster, the Daniel Plainview of podcasting. Mine is just because, yeah. you know, no one makes fun of Italians like they used to. So I'm trying, I'm yeah, trying to invite some, some racism into my I life, fucking, you know. I cannot stand it. Yeah. One of my favorite like commentaries about Italians I heard in the last few years was when like both the mayor and the governor in New York were Italian. Some was just like both the mayor and the governor should not be Italian at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's no good. I thought that was a funny remark. And then my friend who's Italian, he always does like Italian ex posting, you know. I was talking to the um they used to do this like comedy show outside of like a pizzeria somewhere in Manhattan and I was talking to the owner he was like he was like a real like Italian guy like hey, oh, hey. And yeah. I I just was like I was doing that thing you know like when you meet a black person you try to talk to him about like Wu-Tang Clan and shit I was doing that with him but I was like so like you know what do you think of the Sopranos like you like the Sopranos <laughs> and he was like let me show you something here and he was like showing me like some like newspaper shit in his phone. He's like, you see this guy? He was in the mafia and now he's fucking dead, okay? Nothing good happens with those guys, these mafia guys. And they, I'll tell you something else about the Sopranos. That show makes Italians makes us look bad, okay? Makes Italians look bad. That sounds so much like what my dad said about the Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. Or just about the mafia in general. Yeah, he was just like completely er- he he was like quoting like Ollie Walnuts for the show. It was like, it's anti Italian discrimination. <laughs> Sarah, you watch The Sopranos? I like The Sopranos. I started getting into it like a few months ago because my crush, when I moved out of the city, was Italian and he liked The Sopranos. Fucking quiz! That's the best. (laughs) Yeah, I like The Sopranos, but I don't know it that well. It looks great. I mean, it looks like a lot of fun. It's incredible. I mean, I live like an Italian woman. Like, I drink wine in the afternoon, the evening, and I'm like constantly eating and like inviting over if you cut your hair and put on some glasses you could definitely you have a hardcore melfi vibe going on mm-hmm. thank you i feel like i am like spiritually and like visually italian so what are you? you're like swedish no i'm german in alabama oh okay 
Interesting. I'm white on white. The best kinds. The slavery, yeah. and the Southern hospitality, and the genocide, and then the, you know, philosophers. Okay. <laughs> like Nietzsche and... Exactly. We also Nick- have some playwrights. We got Goethe. Have you, have you not, you've done your 23 Me or no? No, I just, my dad came from Germany in the late 80s, and my mom is just from Alabama. Okay. 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 That's how I decided. She's like, nice. you know? That's weird because I come from a part of the country where everybody's has like a, a little bit of Indian. Yeah. Native sure. American. Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, you got a great, great, great grandmother that was. So I've never done the 23 in me, but I'd like to know. I know, but then you're giving them all your uh, medical information and they're going to, in 20 years, deny you like health insurance or something i'm like afraid of giving my information to 23andme due to the medical privacy issues and insurance. my brother did one what did it come back like like 10 percent african yeah wow i know so we're good at on this episode Homo sapiens, like, there's, like, five original, like, sapien species, like, five original, like, human types, and, like, the one that, like, outlasted the main five was Homo sapiens, and they were originally, like, black people in Africa, so everybody, like, is part black. Yeah, it was just, like, Italian, Greek, Portuguese, and African. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Well, that's uh, that's an hour. Let's do the Patreon. Let's go ahead and. All right, let me do this. Well, what do y'all do? Hold on. Do you still want to do this, Sarah? Yeah, you want to do the Patreon? Sure. How, you do another hour? Yeah. Sure, sure. Well, you can dip out whenever you want. All right. No worries. Yeah. I'll probably hang around at least for a bit. Okay. 